Hey everyone, it's George from Blockchain TXP and guess what guys, the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies has definitely definitely pumped up. Now I'm going to go ahead and explain what the reasoning behind that is because there is rumors going on right now that there is possibility of a Bitcoin spot ETF to be approved but unfortunately guys this is just rumor and we do not have more information regarding this. Now listen to this guys, since the last 24 hours the total cryptocurrency market volume has pumped up by 127.74% absolutely massive and unfortunately guys we haven't got any information from first source regarding Bitcoin spot ETF and could it be possible that we get some information the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies could dump definitely possible so we'll definitely go ahead and explore that now what is going on since the last 24 hours guys is that the volume of stable coins has definitely pumped up tether in particular its volume is definitely the highest I've ever seen in 2023. So once we look at the prices of cryptocurrencies and NFTs and DeFi, we'll definitely touch base on that. And in today's episode, guys, in the world of decentralized exchange, there is this massive update going on in Uniswap, and looks like they're going to be charging users roughly around 0.15%. So we'll definitely go ahead and explore that. And right now, guys, there is massive chaos going on in the Middle East. And that is to do with Israel and Palestine and also there's chaos going on between Russia and Ukraine. Now how does this news get connected to cryptocurrencies? Cause in today's episode I'll go ahead and discuss that the USDT how they've been involved in freezing 32 addresses. Now there are two ways of looking at it guys. You can argue and state that they've gone ahead and blocked these addresses which is kind of good cause these 32 addresses were linked to terrorism but the other way of looking at it is are stablecoins using open blockchain protocol so we'll definitely go ahead and discuss that. The next news that I'd like to talk about is regarding the co-founder of Ethereum that is Vitalik Buterin and he has sent 15 million dollars from Circle USDC to Gemini Exchange. Now could it be possible that because of this news the price of Ether Ethereum will go down, we'll just have to wait and see. Now unfortunately guys, 2023 has been the worst years for cryptocurrencies and the CEO of Stack Overflow has put down an unfortunate message to its employees and looks like they are axing 28% of his staff, so definitely, definitely not ideal. So we'll definitely go ahead and explore quite a lot of these news guys and like we do in every Crypto and Coffee Day podcast, I'm going to be discussing two news from Dubai, UAE and the Middle East. Now guys, in my episode yesterday, I talked about DMCC making a brilliant partnership, isn't it? And in today's episode, we have another partnership, but this time it has to do with DMCC Crypto Center. And the news is that Solana Foundation is joining DMCC Crypto Center as ecosystem partner in Dubai. So we'll definitely go and explore that. And the second news, guys, has to do with Phoenix Group. And I did cover some news regarding Phoenix Group where an entity did go out and buy certain stake, I believe it was roughly around 10% in Phoenix Group. But today's news is that UA's Phoenix Group is gearing up for an IPO in Abu Dhabi. So we'll definitely go and explore that news. So quite a lot of cover guys in today's episode. So let's kick start with it right away. Welcome to the Crypto and Coffee at 8, the daily podcast that keeps you up to date on all latest developments in the world of cryptocurrencies, blockchain and NFTs. Join us Monday to Friday as you kick off your day with a cup of coffee and a deep dive into the exciting and rapidly evolving world of digital assets. We'll cover the latest news and trends in the cryptocurrency and blockchain space as well as delve into the growing world of NFTs or non-fungible tokens and metaverse. Plus, we'll keep you updated on the latest developments from Dubai, UAE and the wider Middle East region. Whether you're a seasoned crypto enthusiast or just getting started, Crypto and Coffee at 8 has something for you. Our expert host 
will provide insight and analysis on the most important topics in the industry and help you stay up to date on the latest developments. We'll bring you interviews with leading figures in the crypto and blockchain space and explore the ways in which these technologies are changing the world around us, from the impact on traditional financial systems to the potential for revolutionizing industries and transforming societies. We'll cover it all on Crypto and Coffee at 8. So tune in and join us for a daily dose of Crypto and Coffee at 8 and let's stay ahead of the curve together. We'll start your day off right with the most important news and insights from the world of cryptocurrency, blockchain and the metaverse and help you navigate this exciting and rapidly evolving landscape. In Crypto and Coffee at 8, the daily podcast covers the latest developments in the world of cryptocurrency, blockchain and the metaverse. We'll also bring you updates on the latest news from Dubai, UAE and wider Middle East region. This also includes a range of topics such as developments in the local and blockchain industry, including new projects and initiatives, regulatory updates and policies related to cryptocurrency and blockchain in the region, local and regional events and conferences focused on crypto and blockchain, interviews with leading figures in Dubai, UAE and Middle East crypto and blockchain community coverage of any significant news or events related to cryptocurrency and blockchain in the region. By covering these local and regional developments, in addition to the wider world of cryptocurrency and blockchain, Crypto and Coffee at 8 aims to provide a comprehensive overview of the industry and its impact on the Dubai, UAE and Middle East region. Now before we kickstart today's episode, I have an important message, so check this out. Thank you to our sponsors for being part of the Blockchain DXP journey, firstly Advanced Media. Advanced MediaCars is the largest distributor of professional video, photo, broadcast and cinematic equipment and accessories in the Middle East and MENA region. With over two decades of experience, Advanced Media is now the largest distributor in the Middle East, representing more than 100 recognizable brands, including brands such as Zeiss, DGI, Hasselblad, Red and Road. As a matter of fact guys, the very mic that I'm recording is being sponsored by Advanced Media as well. And Advanced Media has showrooms in Saudi Arabia and services as well. Looks like they're definitely taking the Middle East by storm. And here's the beautiful thing guys. They're taking corporate social responsibility very seriously. And they're focusing on three Ps. That is people, planet and prosperity. Now listen guys, if you do want to find out more information regarding the statement of corporate social responsibility, check out the website that is www.amt.tv. And here's the beautiful thing guys. They also want to be a leader and set an example and reputation as a pioneer and member of the community. And in doing so, guys, they also have an AMT scholarship with SAE Institute in Dubai, UAE. So definitely check it out. And also, guys, Advanced Media is committed to persistently developing, organizing, and hosting training workshops, seminars, and community events that educate, inform, and familiarize consumers with new equipment and the latest technological advances. So listen guys, do one thing, if you do want to support this channel, go to the website that is www.amt.tv and follow the social media channels as well. All of the details are in the show notes below. Next, Shalut Group, a luxury retail and distributor which is headquartered in Dubai, are getting into the NFT game. And here's the deal guys, they are not just getting into the NFT and metaverse space, they are going to be shaping the NFT metaverse and Web 3.0 space, which I believe is excellent not just for Dubai and UAE, but also for the global cryptocurrency community as well. And gosh, Charlotte Group's Web 3.0 sneaker brand called Soulmates revealed their first NFT collection on the 12th of April. Now what is really interesting is that it's called as Soulmates, so it's spelled as S for Sugar, O for Orange, L for Larry. Now instead of E, 
they've replaced it with web3 and it is the number 3 mates.xyz and guys listen Shalu group has over half a century's worth of experience in luxury goods and then getting into the nft space is a massive deal now if you're a sneakerhead you definitely need to check out soulmates.xyz and once again guys the number is three instead of an e it has all the information and in the show notes below you'll get all the information and listen guys if you want to be an early adopter you can also pre-mint it at www.premint.xyz forward slash soulmates so definitely check it out and they have a discord community as well and guys nick who is the head of corporate innovation at charlotte group and also the co-founder of soulmates has a whatsapp group where he constantly provides updates in the area of nfts metaverse and web 3.0 so guys check out soulmates.xyz and be part of the soulmates og nft that is definitely going to shape the industry next listen guys there are three things i'm absolutely passionate about one is death metal ice cold beer and the third one is extreme sports that is Tough Mudder. And Tough Mudder, guys, is a series of obstacle and mud runs that'll push your physical and mental limits without the pressure of competition. It's essentially a community that is built on teamwork and overcoming obstacles where stepping outside of your comfort zone is the actual reward. And my big question is, guys, when was the last time you did something wild for the very first time? Now listen, guys, Tough Mudder Arabia has a formidable team and one of the events does actually take place on the 14th of October and Tough Mudder Arabia guys is putting across a series of events this year and next year. And the first big event take place on Fujero Adventure Park on the 14th of October. So look at the show notes below, you'll find the registration link. And if you're someone who is in Dubai, there are two days of back-to-back Tough Mudder events as well that takes place on the 11th and the 12th of November at the iconic Jebel Ali race. And finally guys, in the second quarter of 2024, there's a massive event taking place in Ras Al Khaimah. And that takes place on the 20th of April 2024. Now listen guys, if you want a season pass, it is at a discounted price. So look at the show notes below for the discounted price. And guess what guys, they have two different distances as well. 5 kilometers and 10 kilometers. And if you have kids, get your kids along. So check out the show notes below to find out more information regarding Tough Mudder Arabia. Next, Startup OI is global one tech platform for tech. It offers global high paying tech jobs with flexibility in working time and location, global free tech events, and tech networks to connect with global like-minded engineers. A brilliant platform to listen to the tech experts in Metaverse and to grab their insights. Now listen, all you have to do is download the app Startup OI. If you're using an Android version, go to Google Store and App Store for iOS devices. Alternatively, you can also click on the show notes below to download Startup OI. Next, guys, listen, if you're into fitness, if you're into adventure, if you want to do something wild but still want to keep your health in check, there is a new podcast in town, a podcast focusing on obstacle course race in the Middle East. The podcast is called The Race Pace Podcast. So check out The Race Pace Podcast across all leading platforms. And The Race Pace Podcast is a peer-to-peer community-driven podcast where they talk all about obstacle course race in the Middle East, from Sandstorm to Spartan Race, from Tough Mudder to Desert Warrior Challenge and also the Government Gulf Games and quite a lot more. The podcast has interviews with athletes locally and internationally to get inside scoop on how athletes prepare for obstacle course race. In the podcast, they also talk about interesting stories on why they are motivated to do obstacle course race. And that's not all. They also plan to release seven NFTs. And these NFTs are no ordinary. These NFTs will represent every emirate in the UAE. And listen guys, 
these NFTs are going to be absolutely massive. So do one thing, go to Spotify, go to iTunes, go to any leading podcasting platform and search for Rise in the Obstacle Course Race podcast. And finally guys, not your keys, not your crypto. If you have dabbled with cryptocurrencies and now are seriously getting to protect your cryptocurrencies, there is no better way to protect it by using a hardware wallet. And this is where Ledger Wallet kicks in. And Ledger Wallets are hardware cryptocurrency wallets made by Ledger, a company headquartered in Paris, France. And Ledger's hardware wallets are multi-currency wallets that are used to store private keys for cryptocurrencies offline. And Ledger offers two hardware wallets, the Ledger Nano and Ledger Nano X wallets. They are world-class experts with extensive crypto security backgrounds. They continuously look for vulnerabilities in Ledger products in a constant effort to improve the level of security. In today's world, securing these digital assets is a critical challenge. And this is where Ledger kicks in. So click the link below to buy your hardware wallet and support this podcast. It is a brilliant way to support this podcast. So what are you waiting for? The link is in the show notes below. Now guys, since you've taken care of that, let's kick start by looking at the global cryptocurrency market. Now as of now guys, the global cryptocurrency market is at $1.09 trillion and there are rumors circulating right now that the US Security and Exchange Commission is nearing approval of iShares Bitcoin ETF. Now listen guys, unfortunately at this point of time, I do not have first source information but the rumor that is circulating right now is that the commission is reportedly close to approving iShares Bitcoin Spot ETF. But as and when I get some update, I'll definitely go and explore that. Now because of this news, looks like the global cryptocurrency market is up by 0.64% and the total cryptocurrency market volume gas since the last 24 hours is at $57.8 billion. Now mind you guys, these numbers are still ridiculously low, but in 2023, this just might be the highest volume that I've ever seen. Now it's really sad and weird to say that $57.8 billion is the highest volume I've seen in 2023 and since the last 24 hours it is up by 127.74% and we'll go ahead and discuss the volume of stable coins guys cause looks like a lot of stable coins has been used in order to go ahead and buy Bitcoin in particular but before that let's touch base on the volume of DeFi. Unfortunately guys the volume of DeFi hasn't improved a lot, it is still below the $3 billion mark and as of today 17th of October, the total volume in DeFi is a little shy of $3 billion at $2.98 billion and if you look at the total value locked, it is well below the $40 billion mark at $37.17 billion with Lido still leading the race so far total value locked is concerned at $14.17 billion. Now listen to this guys, one metric which I'm keeping an eye on in 2023 is decentralized exchange to centralized exchange dominance and this to be honest the very first time decentralized exchange dominance has pumped up to 30.49% so since the last 24 hours what is going on guys is a lot of stable coins has been used via decentralized exchange and people are going ahead and buying a lot of bitcoin unfortunately people are not going and buying a lot of ethereum because if you look at ethereum's market cap it has not improved quite a lot but bitcoin's market cap has definitely improved quite a lot so which decentralized exchange has been used a lot since the last 24 hours and the answer is pretty simple guys we have a clear outlier that is unisop and 1.4 billion dollars worth of transactions have been done since the last 24 hours so in a summary guys, since the last 24 hours, a lot of Tether USDT has been used in order to go out and buy a lot of Bitcoin and this is because of the rumor that iShares Bitcoin Spot ETF might be approved. Now could it be possible that if we do get some update and unfortunately if the news is not in favor of Bitcoin Spot ETF, 
could it be possible that we might see a lot of dumping going on most likely yes now if you look at the centralized exchange volume the number second is PancakeSwap, and its volume is 284.37 million dollars core finance is at number third at 221.62 million dollars dodoga is at number fourth at 178.92 million dollars in Fali Mavic protocol at 167.82 million dollars now guys a volume of stable coins this to be honest might be the highest i have ever seen in 2023 is at 53.75 billion dollars and stable coins as of today is accounting for 93.02 percent of the total crypto market 24 hour volume and out of this 53.75 billion dollars tether usdt is accounting for 45.68 billion dollars now look guys imagine what would happen if they're the USDT were to go belly up, it'll be absolutely chaotic, isn't it? Now, so far as the volume of Circle USDC and Binance BUSD is concerned, the volumes have marginally improved since the last 24 hours. Circle USDC's volume is at $4.30 billion and Binance BUSD is at $678 million. I'll be really curious to check why a Uniswap if a lot of centralized exchanges have gone ahead and used the USDT to go ahead and buy a lot of Bitcoin that is extremely a very high possibility and guys one thing which i did mention earlier is that the market cap of bitcoin has definitely pumped up at over 550 billion dollars it is at 554 billion dollars ethereum's market cap unfortunately guys hasn't pumped up a lot it is at 191 billion dollars if you look at the 24 hour trading volume bitcoin's 24 hour trading volume is almost triple of ethereum's 24 hour trading volume and as of today, Bitcoin's 24-hour trading volume is $25.8 billion, whereas Ethereum is at $8.06 billion. Ever since the news broke out regarding BlackRock's spot ETF, Bitcoin's dominance has definitely been well over 50%. As of today, it is at 50.70%, whereas Ethereum's dominance is down to 17.50%. And we'll also go ahead and discuss, because Vitalik Buterin has sent quite a lot of funds to Gemini Exchange, could it have a negative impact on the price of Ethereum? We'll very briefly touch base on that. Now guys, let's quickly run through NFT collections 24-hour volume. And what I'm going to be doing out, guys, is I'm just going to be reading out the top 5. Now if you do want to look at this information, you can go to defilama.com. Now the number one collection over 24-hour period is no surprise is Board AP Yacht Club. And so far as the transaction in terms of Ethereum is 1,159. The number second, guys, is wins of Yavana by Yavana and Rafik Anadol. And in terms of Ethereum, guys, it is 656 ETH. The third one is Mutant AP Yacht Club and 413 Ethereum has been transacted. The fourth one, guys, is Rap Crypto Punks and 293.88 Ethereum has been transacted. And finally, at number fifth is Pudgy Penguins at 200.61 Ethereum. And in yesterday's episode, guys, I did go ahead and discuss how Blur is definitely dominating so far as NFT marketplace is concerned. Now, guys, before we look at the king of all kings, that is Bitcoin, let me run through a protocol called a Solar. And the ticker symbol for Solar is XXP. And XXP cars is a native token of the Solar blockchain where users can stake it to secure the network and even own rewards. And they can also pay for transaction fees on the Solar blockchain. And they can help govern the Solar blockchain by proposing and voting on changes to protocol and even own rewards for providing liquidity. Additionally, cars Solar dApps, that is decentralized apps, use SXP as the primary currency. So who are the founders of Solar SXP? Joselito Lazarando and Naeem Williams founded Solar Network going back to 2018 
and both of them guys previously launched Swipe Chain and then built Solar with similar mission in mind to provide sustainable clean energy solution to remote areas by leveraging blockchain technology and the Solar Blockchain Foundation was actually effective going back to December of 2021 in Estonia after Binance acquired the remaining outstanding shares of Swipe and its key focus guys is to build a blockchain ecosystem that involves open source developers and a thriving community. So the big question guys is what is it that makes Solar Blockchain unique? Well, Solar Gas is built on Solar Core, which is essentially a layer 1 blockchain framework, and the Solar Blockchain uses delegated proof of stake consensus, also called as DPoS, and the network is protected and supported through DPoS by 53 delegates. And these delegates are also known as node operators or validators. And Solar Gas is an enterprise level blockchain ecosystem powered by open source developers and community participation which aims to create a transparent governance ecosystem where developers construct dApps on the solar platform to have access to a variety of features such as smart contracts, decentralized storage as well as numerous tools and resources all of which are provided by Solar Core. So what are your thoughts guys because I'm looking at it via coin market cap right now and it is currently ranked at 155 and if you look at its market cap it is only at $158,000. Now it's going to be really interesting to see if it does turn out to be a massive deal. Now guys let's look at the king of all kings that is Bitcoin and guys the price of Bitcoin is at $28,425 and since the last 24 hours it is marginally up by 2.49% and since the last 7 days it is up by 2.77%. Ethereum guys unfortunately is well below the $1,600 mark. It is at $1,590 and since the last 24 hours it is up by 0.71% and since the last 7 days it is up by 0.09%. Binance BNB coin is at $212 and since the last 24 hours it is up by 0.09% and since the last 7 days it is up by 2.02%. Now guys in the world of decentralized exchanges there is a massive news going on right now and that is regarding Uniswap and they have actually gone ahead and announced a charge of 0.15% and the official announcement was done by Hayden Adams who is the founder of Uniswap and he did actually mention via Twitter. And what he actually mentioned in that tweet is that the interface fee is one of the lowest in the industry and it will allow Uniswap to continue to research, develop, build, ship, improve and expand crypto and decentralized finance. Now guys it's really important to note that the interface fees will be deducted from the output token amount and also it's really important to understand that in addition fees will not be collected on swaps between Ethereum and wrapped Ethereum trading pairs nor an interstable coin source as well and it's going to be really interesting to see guys what kind of an impact does it have so far as the volume is concerned and to be honest guys for the very first time today i did actually look at the decentralized decentralized exchange dominance for the very first time crossing the 25 percent mark 30 percent is absolutely brilliant it just gives an understanding that people are using a lot of decentralized exchanges as opposed to centralized exchange but one of my biggest worries is are centralized exchange themselves using decentralized exchange to go ahead and acquire a lot of bitcoin definitely a very high possibility and i definitely am going to do more research on this now so far as the news regarding uniswap is concerned it is also important to note that on the 27th of september uniswap foundation the dexis developer was targeting 62 million dollars in additional funding for building infrastructure and ecosystem grants so if you do want to find out more information regarding that there is an article which is published by Cointelegraph which you can find in the show notes below. 
Now look guys, there is massive chaos going right now in the Middle East and that is to do between Israel and Palestine and since the last few years guys, there is massive chaos going on between Russia and Ukraine as well. So the big question is, where does cryptocurrency fit into all of this? Now unfortunately, this news has to do with Tether USDT and the news is that Tether USDT has frozen 32 addresses linked to terrorism and warfare in Israel and Ukraine. Now if you do want to find out the official link, the link is mentioned in the show notes below and this is actually published by Tether USDT's website itself and they have actually reaffirmed its commitment to working closely with law enforcement agencies across the globe to combat cryptocurrency funded terrorism and warfare and Tether has actually stated that they have aided 31 agencies worldwide with investigations across 19 jurisdictions freezing a total of $835 million in assets mostly associated with theft that is more to do with blockchain and exchange hacks with a minor portion of other crimes. Now regarding this news, Tether has frozen 32 addresses containing $873 million that were found to be linked to illicit activity in Israel and Ukraine and Tether has been working with NBCDF in Israel to counter cryptocurrency funded terrorism and warfare and as I mentioned earlier guys, there are two ways of looking at it. That Tether has definitely gone ahead and done the right thing but when you talk about open blockchain, I believe these transactions should be censorship resistant isn't it? Now I'm no way advocating that Tether should not be freezing these transactions, I think what they're doing is absolutely correct but in the long run I'm pretty much sure this would have negative impact on Tether USDT. Now guys let's discuss some news regarding Vitalik Buterin and according to a post from 17th of October from blockchain analytical firm called Packshields, they actually stated that Vitalik Buterin's public address that is Vitalik.eth transferred $14.93 million to Gemini and he did that on October 16th. Now this guys is the beauty of open blockchain isn't it cause all the transactions are completely open source. Now so far as this news is concerned it's also important to note that Vitalik Buterin received the original sum of $14.93 million from a charity called Scandro that is affiliated with Vitalik Buterin and a separate analysis from crypto data provider Look on Chain did actually find that Vitalik Buterin has also recently transferred $500,000 to Coinbase 3 days prior. So the big question is guys, what does this mean for the price of Ethereum? And unfortunately starting this year, a lot of the investors are actually losing hope on Ethereum. Now could it be possible that in the next coming days and week, the prices of Ethereum could fall down? Most likely yes, but everything could change if we do get some news regarding Bitcoin spot ETF which will indirectly impact the price of Ethereum as well. Now even if you look at the news today guys, because of a rumor regarding iShares Bitcoin spot ETF approval, if you look at the price of Ethereum, since the last 24 hours it has marginally picked up pace as well. Now guys, let's discuss some unfortunate news and this is regarding Stack Overflow. And the CEO had a message to his staff about extremely difficult decision to reduce the company's headcount by approximately 28%. Now, if you do want to find the official link, it is in the show notes below. And unfortunately, guys, looks like the company's headcount will be reduced by approximately 28%. Now, so far, Stack Overflow is concerned, guys, it is a tech-focused question and answer platform with a 15-year history and they expanded its workforce to 540 employees in 2022 but recent reports indicate that it did actually laid off around 150 employees this week. And guys, early in August, Stack Overflow acknowledged a slight decline in its web traffic compared to 2022 with an average drop of approximately 5% and also guys, in April of 2022, 
they observed a more significant decrease of roughly around 14%. Now, this decline, guys, most likely could be attributed to developers exploring ChatGPT and ChatGPT4, isn't it? And if you look at the timing of it, ChatGPT4 did actually get released in March of this year. And look, guys, artificial intelligence is definitely going to be affecting quite a lot of companies. And unfortunately for Stack Overflow, the impact is absolutely visible. So those were the news guys from Krypton Coffee Date from Blockchain DXP. Let's discuss two news from Dubai, UAE and the Middle East. And the first news guys has to do with Solana Foundation and looks like they're joining DMCC Crypto Center as ecosystem partner in Dubai. So let me go ahead and explore this news because DMCC Crypto Center guys is a hub for crypto innovation and this partnership aims to power the Web3 industry in Dubai and DMCC as we know is a prominent free zone and government authority of Dubai and the Solana Foundation Gas is a non-profit organization focused primarily on Solana network and Solana is one of the leading blockchain platform. Now, this partnership enhances the offerings for DMCC Crypto Center members and DMCC CEO emphasized the supportive environment for Solana ecosystem projects and the DMCC Crypto Center guys hosts a dynamic ecosystem of F3 firms and in my episode yesterday I did talk about quite a lot of news regarding DMCC as well and Dubai as we know guys is aiming to become a global Web3 innovation hub and Solana's executive director looks forward to onboarding Crypto Center members and DMCC Crypto Center guys as we know offers a comprehensive ecosystem for Web3 and blockchain businesses it does provide support and services for crypto companies and entrepreneurs so definitely positive news and so far as this partnership is concerned solana foundation will provide technical and business support to dmcc crypto members in the foundation's grant program will extend to dmcc companies as well now they're going to be having webinars and educational courses on web3 topics that will be delivered because of this partnership and solana will establish a presence at the dmcc crypto center and because of this partnership guys it will allow collaboration with various stakeholders in cryptocurrency and the blockchain space. So definitely some positive news, I guess. Now, guys, let's discuss second news. And this is to do with Phoenix Group. And Phoenix Group, guys, is based in Abu Dhabi. And Phoenix Group, guys, is essentially a technology conglomerate known for its blockchain and crypto solution. And it was founded in 2017 by Bazan, Alizad, and Munafali. And Phoenix Group would be the first privately owned crypto and blockchain entity to be listed on a Middle East stock market. I really am not sure how this thing would work because when you talk about privately owned crypto and blockchain entity, it just does not make any sense. But so far as this news is concerned, this potential IPO is a significant milestone for UE stock market and Phoenix Group CEO that is Bizan Alizadeh and Managing Director Munafali shared their commitment to a boundaryless technological future and their vision is to extend innovative digital solutions globally and the IBO guys is aligned with Abu Dhabi's economic vision 2030. And Phoenix Group guys aims to contribute to Abu Dhabi's global tech landscape positioning. And they want to create a more resilient, inclusive and diversified global blockchain economy. And listing it in Abu Dhabi Security Exchange is the first step towards achieving this goal. And Phoenix offers services like cloud mining, data center hosting, crypto trading and Web3 game publishing as well. And Phoenix Group Gas has a total installed capacity of 725 megawatts in various countries and they specialize in high-performance computing, crypto and cloud mining and crypto trading as well. And the company is developing new data centers globally and they are exploring power generation management for a green and sustainable ecosystem. And Phoenix Group's founders believe the IPO represents a pivotal moment for the company and it offers investors the opportunity to be part of the innovative vision. 
So definitely, definitely positive news, I guess. But one thing has temporarily confused is how can they be a forced privately owned crypto and blockchain entity? And how is it that they're making the decision to go ahead and do an IPO? To be honest, guys, that is an absolute mystery for me, considering the fact when you talk about blockchain and cryptocurrencies, ideally there should be no central entity involved. But in this case, I really am not sure. So those are the news, guys, from Crypto and Copy Date on Blockchain DXP. In case if you guys have any feedback or suggestions, drop me an email to info.blockchaindxp.com. Check out my website www.blockchaindxp.com. And also check out my other website area2071.com that talks everything about metaverse. And guys, if you like listening to this podcast, please give it a 5 star rating and share the word across. Now for the next few minutes, it's going to be an Ask Me Anything series where your listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. So let's kick start with the Ask Me Anything series. Hey everyone, it's Josh from Blockchain DXB. You're listening to the Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and Metaverse. I have a question by Vedu asks Can the state go ahead and restrict stable coins? Now, to be honest, Vedu, this is such a brilliant and powerful question, and the answer to that is 100% yes. I don't see as to why a state will not do that. And if you look at it, stable coins are kind of acting as a threat potentially to central bank digital currencies in the near future and currently they are definitely acting as a threat to fiat currencies but because of the low volume I'm pretty much sure the states are not taking it as a threat but to answer your question yes a state or a central government can definitely go and censor stable coins and one thing people need to understand when you talk about stable coins they do not follow the ethos of open blockchain now if you do want to find out what an open blockchain is what i'd really recommend you to do is look at youtube and follow andrea santanopoulos's video so essentially when you talk about bitcoin or open blockchain or cryptocurrencies they need to be completely open source they need to be borderless they need to be permissionless and the fourth and the most important point is censorship resistant which means the transactions cannot be censored but one thing which i mentioned earlier today regarding tether usdt was they went ahead and censored or froze the account now unfortunately when you talk about that in a cryptocurrency and blockchain context this is a big no but when you talk about it let's say from an ethical point of view granted it does make a lot of sense but when you talk about it in cryptocurrency and blockchain term this is an absolutely massive no which just means that there is a centralized entity and if needed even the state can go out and ask these companies to go out and freeze the account and go out and censor these transactions now so far as the pillars of open blockchain is concerned you also have neutral and you also have publicly verifiable unfortunately guys i'm not a massive fan of stable coins in general but to answer your question wait yes a state can definitely go out and censor stable coins and unfortunately that is one of the drawbacks of having a centralized entity and i often say when we talk about stable coins looks like they are replacing the role of a bank isn't it but so far state the usdt is concerned wait it is important to know that they are registered in cayman islands so really i'm not sure where the legal jurisdiction lies are they proactively cooperating with government organizations so the government organizations don't go after them or really i'm not sure now knowing the notorious history of bitfinex and the usdt I wouldn't be surprised if they have hired quite a lot of people who've already been working in the legal and jurisdiction space. But to answer your question, yes, 
stable coins can definitely be shut down by the state and the state can definitely go and censor your transactions and unfortunately they do not follow the ethos of open blockchain so definitely a brilliant question and that's about all guys i'm drifting coffee date from blockchain dxp if you guys have any feedback or suggestions drop me an email to infoblockchaindxp.com check out my website www.blockchaindxp.com and also check out another website area2071.com that talks everything about metaverse and guys if you like listening to this podcast please click on the follow button give it a five star rating and share the word across and guys remember monday to thursdays 8 a.m to 8 30 a.m we have crept and coffee at 8 where we cover top news and information pertaining to bitcoin blockchain beyond blockchain cryptocurrencies nfts DeFi, metaverse and other series of episodes under crypto and coffee at 8 works is we usually cover some top news and information pertaining to the price of cryptocurrencies some major breaking news occasionally short and sweet news as well news that has an impact in the cryptocurrency world the other two news and information is related to dubai uae and middle east in the world of bitcoin blockchain beyond blockchain cryptocurrencies nfts DeFi, metaverse and what you're listening to right now is the ask me anything series where your listeners can ask any questions regarding bitcoin blockchain beyond blockchain cryptocurrencies nfts DeFi, metaverse so thanks so much for listening have a nice one bye bye